0: is two girls one ghost two girls one ghost and this is an encounters episode yep and we read your stories your spooky stories yeah maybe before we get into it though we should remind everyone that we do have some live shows coming up we do on sunday june 16th we're in nashville tennessee at zany's comedy nightclub and on sunday july 14th we are in New York, New York at Gotham Comedy Club. So yes, we are. If you guys are around or you want to make like a little weekend trip, fly mm-hmm. in, drive in with some friends. It's could be something fun to yeah. do. And both cities have tons of haunted
1: ghost things to do, which Corona oh, yeah. and I will be doing a lot of when we're there, especially Nashville. I've never been. I'm so excited. Nashville's so fun. Is that where the Bell Witch Cave is?
0: Yeah.
1: <gasps> Should we go? And my favorite restaurant, Husk. Let's go to both. Okay. Okay. Woo, woo. So yeah, come to our live shows and you can see us rock our Anna Luisa jewelry, but also, um, I mean, I'm pretty much going. I'm doing Red Eyes every of our live show. I'm doing Red Eyes Friday night and then I leave at like five a.m. on Monday morning. So <laughs> if I can do it, you guys can do it too. We can all do it together. We can do it together. Come hang out with us and explore new fun cities with us. Um. Before we get into our ghost stories, we must say thank you to the people, our patron, patron members who make these episodes possible because without their support on our Patreon, we wouldn't be able to do these encounters episodes. No. So thank you to all of you who donated and supported us in April, but specifically thank you to our overactive Sagers, Shastin, Armando, Corbin's mom, Zyra, James, Bob, we had a baby, it's a boy. Trista, Stephanie, Darian, Heather, Samantha, Square Beetle, Sally, Annie, and Aaron, Dallas, Jalisa, Brianna, Heather, and Danielle.
0: And we would be remiss to not thank our ill-gotten booty poppers, our pirate lovers. We have Brianna, Aubrey, Koala, Ignacio, Aaron, Molly, Laura, Bill, Amanda, Sarah, Kim, Rhiannon, Caitlin, Bridget, Marina, Marina, Jenna, Anthony, Liz, and Nani. Thank you. Thanks, guys. This episode is uh, written by you guys because you send us emails and we read them. So I will start this time. This is from Crystal. It's called What Led to Our House Cleansing. Hey, ghostesses. My name is Crystal, and boy, oh, boy, do I have a story for you. Mm. I've basically spent my entire life encountering ghosts. Almost every member of my family has seen ghosts and we all know it comes from my nan. She's seen them her entire life and it's a running joke in my family that she can leave us whatever she would like as long as she doesn't leave us her ghostly friends because some of them are a pain. (laughs) Straight up, there are a couple that will leave fingerprints on her mirrors and windows when she's trying to clean them and she always starts off by asking them not to touch them for at least a day. And sometimes they listen.
1: Oh, my god! Just don't touch the mirrors. Don't make them do it. Just clean them. just clean them.
0: I currently live on my own. And while nothing has happened in the house that I'm in now, I've definitely had a few experiences when I was living with my family. The last house we lived in was insanely haunted. It started very simple with just doors closing and hearing footsteps. And then one day, the windows in the laundry room fogged up. And help me was written at the very top of the window. Oh, We thought it was one of my siblings at first, but they were all too short to reach something that high. From there, it escalated a bit. I'd constantly hear someone shouting my name when I was home alone. The bathroom door would swing open while I was in the shower. Oh,
1: (gasps) That's really scary.
0: Doors would slam when I was downstairs, and when we were watching TV, the DVD player would turn on, and the channel would be switched even when no one had the remotes. Things started to move around the place and I woke up a few times to a dark figure standing in the corner of my room. It never freaked me out too bad, but the breaking point for my mom was when my sister woke up at night and saw an old woman sitting at her desk just staring at her while she slept. She screamed, she cried, and she ran out of the room and refused to go back in it for a month. (laughs) My mom reached out to a white witch in the area who offered cleansing services and asked her to come and cleanse her house. She turned up with an entire team to cleanse the house. There were about twelve people and they were essentially in training for what she does professionally. <laughs> wow. I would be like, damn, how do you know it's that haunted already? Yeah, we need 12 people. I was out <gasps> Wait, of Wait. What if she
1: had 12 and she was one? 13 people to cleanse the house.
0: That's creepy. That's creepy. Spooky. Spooky. I was out of the house with my siblings for the majority of it because they were young and we didn't want them to get in the way. Apparently, our backyard had a portal and that was letting in the spirits and the main reason we had occurrences happening in the house. The part that freaked me out was when I came home. My mom was upstairs when all of a sudden the lady doing the cleansing looked at her and said, your daughter is home. Just as my car pulled into the street. When I parked in our driveway, she came outside and told me that there was a presence of a man in the car, that, and he was attached to it. What? She asked my permission to cleanse my car, and it was creepy. There were four of us in the car, so you know he was just chillin' in the middle back seat for the car ride. Whoa. The house was calm for a few months after the cleansing, and then almost a year later, we came home to a manhole in my mom's wardrobe open. The dust on the rafters up there disturbed and all of the doors in the house opened. That night, my mom got an email from the lady that did the cleansing and she asked if there was anything weird happening again because she had a dream (sighs) about us. Oh, Oh my gosh. (laughs) It was too creepy and we sold the house not long after. I'm not saying it was because of the spirits, but it was totally because of the spirits. (laughs) I haven't had much happen to me since moving from there, but my best friend, Corinne, or Corinne, I think it's Corinne, that spelling, and I have just booked an asylum ghost tour in September, so I'll have to let you know if anything happens while we're there. She had a spirit attached to her last time she went, and it followed her home and took her a solid month to get rid of it. The fact that they're going again to a different place. (laughs) Thanks for putting out such an awesome and spooky podcast. You bring me hours of entertainment, and I love the Facebook group for being such a chill space. Sorry, this is such a long email. I didn't even realize how long it was getting. Oops. It was perfect. It was perfect. Stay spooky, Crystal XO. Um.
1: Okay. Can we? Do you remember when you were in the car as a kid and you would kind of like breathe on the window and then write help me as mm-hmm. a joke to like other cars? Yep. That's what it made me think of. But it could also be a ghost that, Truly just needs help passing on. Yeah. Which is kind of sad. Yeah. Or it could be a
0: jokester ghost. It could be a jokester ghost. Which is the same one that's always putting fingerprints on Nan's mirrors. That's funny, too. Because that's such a childish thing to do. Mm-hmm.
1: To, you see her cleaning, and then immediately... Bing, bing. Yeah, just annoying the crap uh-huh. out of her. Yeah. the. I also wonder who the man can attached to her car was like did she buy her car used or did one of the ghosts in the house just really like her car or yeah. her
0: and- i mean the backyard was a portal so god knows how many ghosts were coming Ooh. in and scoping it out on the daily maybe he came in and he was like "Ooh, that's my dream car gonna stay there
1: <laughs> but not sit in the driver's seat just sit in the back seat yeah wow or maybe it was sitting in the driver's seat with her right in- on her lap yeah or maybe she was on his lap we don't know Maybe he was in the trunk. That's creepy. Don't open <laughs> That's <your> creepy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Or he was drunk, and there's a person, and you scream, and then you look again, and there's no one. Oh my god! Oh, I'd be afraid to turn around. I would just cry. Yeah.
1: What if he was like on the ceiling of the car, just like stretched out? You, you, you. And then his face is like looking into or, the like, rearview mirror,
0: crawling, like in a crouching, crawling position on top of the <laughs> hood. Just getting the breeze in his hair.
1: And then slowly his face comes over the windshield and like peeks down, upside down. and <laughs> Freaky. Also, I didn't tell you this, but I was in, the ba- in your bathroom earlier because I'm still at Crins right now. And, uh, or maybe it was when we got back last night and the shower curtains totally closed and I got freaked out. So I like pulled it back to just check that there's no one in there. Oh, I do that all the time. <laughs> you have to because it's scary. Yeah. So I could not imagine showering and having the bathroom door opening and closing God, oh my god. I couldn't even go to the bathroom. No. No. <laughs> Creepy. Ghosts make you paranoid. They do. Yeah. Are ghosts paranoid, do you think? I don't know. Like, do you have, I don't know. Do all your tics and kind of things in life pass on with you to your paranormal life? Like, are there anxious ghosts? Are there depressed ghosts?
0: I bet so. Huh. Moaning Myrtle. That's true. That's true. All right.
1: Answered. Okay.
0: We're eating blueberries. Yeah.
1: I'm going (laughs) to stop cheering when I. Okay. This is called The Haunted Podcast Strikes Again. Oh, great. It's not us. (laughs) It's from Brie. Hi, ladies. I just had my first ever creepy incident happen while listening to your podcast last night, and I just had to share because it really freaked me out. I was home alone last night while my roommate was at her evening class. I was sitting at our kitchen table painting while my dog slept peacefully on the couch. As I painted, I was binging your podcast trying to catch up and listening to episode 46, Peekaboo. As Corinne was talking about the Midnight Man game and describing the experiences some people have had with this hide-and-seek demon, my phone suddenly lights up, freezes, and shuts off. It had been sitting on the table next to me just the same as it had been for the last hour or so. I had only just picked it up to read a text message I had received, and I hadn't even unlocked it yet. When this happened, it was exactly as the creepy demonic entity was being described. Right after it shut off, my dog also woke up out of the blue and started barking at absolutely nothing. Ooh, Coincidence? Maybe. Terrifying? Abso-fucking-lutely. <laughs> <laughs> to say I got chills would be an understatement. I immediately went around the apartment, turned on all of the lights because it was too freaky to think about maybe something lurking in the shadows somewhere watching me. Love the podcast, even if it is haunted. Keep up the great work and see you on the other side, Brie.
0: Oh, God. Sorry, (laughs) Brie. It makes me wonder, though, do you think something was lurking or do you think that maybe she has that she doesn't know about spirits that are around her, whether they be just like a random person or maybe a relative? And they were listening and they were like, oh, shit, I don't want Brie to get any ideas in her head. Turn it off before she knows how to use it. Yeah, I don't know
1: i don't know i don't know it's scary or did, well yeah because okay i like that better because the idea of it being turned off as it's being describing the demonic entity yeah mm-hmm. it's something being like no no, no girl yeah brie this is you shouldn't be listening to this demonic entity yeah, shit. this episode <laughs> you must skip this podcast is haunted and you shouldn't listen to it just kidding listen to it please <laughs> please everyone listen <laughs>
0: Oh, my gosh. It's so creepy, though. And it's so creepy how many people have yes. things happen. Yes. So and it many. Is. A lot of them are with our podcast. I like have another.
1: People... My next story is also about that. Oh, OK. Well, then I'll be quiet. <laughs>
0: All right. What do you have? OK. This is called Where Do You Go When You Die? Oh. And it is from Savannah. Hi, ladies. I myself have had a few paranormal experiences But the best story I've heard is my dad's. (laughs) Some background. When my dad was in college, a friend of his got hit by a drunk driver and died. After that happened, he had a few experiences like seeing his friend's car, even though his friend's brother came to get it after he had passed, or missing belongings of his friends that no one claimed to have taken. But this story starts years later. Maybe 20 or so years after his friend passed, he started to have this reoccurring dream, In the dream, he would be at a party and he would see his friend that had passed. Everyone would ask his friend, where have you been? And the friend would just make up an excuse that he had been traveling. But even in his dream state, my dad knew that his friend was dead and he couldn't understand why his friend would lie. He had this dream a few more times and brought it up with a psychologist friend of ours. She said, next time you have the dream, try to get him alone and confront him. So sure enough, the next time my dad has this dream, he was able to get his friend alone. And he asked, where have you been? The friend replied, just traveling around. So my dad said, hey, look, it's just me and you. You can tell me the truth. And the friend tries to deny it once more. So my dad says, I know you died. Where do you go when you die? The friend again denies everything. And my dad keeps repeating, where do you go when you die? Until he wakes himself up, screaming, where do you go when you die? (gasps) He's never had the dream since. Oh. Love the podcast. Keep up the work. The Keep up the good work, ladies. Savannah. Okay,
1: part of me wonders if he's seeing into another universe or like a parallel universe. And in that universe, this guy really did just go on a really long vacation in the same,
0: like that started the day that he died in our oh my God. universe. And then the version of her dad in that, universe is like this person that everybody thinks is having a mental breakdown because he can't stop screaming where do you go when you die
1: or but he if he slipped into it that was just that one time
0: right that's true but i also wonder if his friend who passed away is having a really hard time like moving on and for some reason her dad all these years later was given the dream to try to help him maybe the dream was passed around to all the different people that knew this guy and were close to him and it was like someone needed to eventually break through and say no you need to come to terms with what happened and you need to move on oh that's so sad because it's 20 years later it's 20 years later yeah what if he
1: his friend can't acknowledge the fact that they died right i've just been traveling or maybe he really has just been traveling
0: And as a ghost, you can travel everywhere. Maybe he has. Yeah, he's all over the place for 20 years. And he's just now like, oh, shoot, I should probably visit my loved ones. Ooh, or maybe it's like and it's also like if he's just been traveling everywhere, death isn't finite and death is
1: endless. Like you can have all of these opportunities when you die.
0: That's true. Maybe that's what he's saying. Or maybe (laughs) his friend was about to tell him where you go when you die And suddenly the universe was about to collapse. So they stopped their communication. They broke it. Interesting. He was about to get all the secrets of the universe. And, uh, well, that can't be, we can't have that. No, we can't have that. No
1: one can know the secrets, even if they claim they do. Okay. Last one. This is titled your podcast gave me a poltergeist. Callie or from, this is from Callie. Hey, ghostesses, I've been listening to your podcast at work, and I'm nearly positive that it aggravated a poltergeist in my office. I posted updates to Facebook throughout the progression of events, and I have attached the screenshots to this email. I work for a trade school in which there are only three of us on staff full time, and the students show up for a few hours each evening. So it's not uncommon for me to be alone in the building. It's a 27,000 square foot building, so about four times the size of an average suburban home, and you can often hear voices, footsteps, and opening closing doors when you are there alone. The building is always cold, as you'd expect from a larger building, but my office specifically is always freezing. I've gotten into the habit of running a space heater all day long, but the moment I turn it off, it is freezing again. I always wrote it off due to the age of the building, but now I'm beginning to think otherwise it started two days ago i was listening to encounters 37 because i'm trying to get caught up and i spun around in my chair to find my desk drawer wide open it has never done that before so i thought it was bizarre but chalked it up to being paranoid from listening to the spooky stories i shut it and went back to work not even 10 minutes later i felt i felt a compelling urge to check the drawer again spun around and to my surprise it was wide open again i taped it shut before i left for the day yanked on it a few times to ensure it was secure and went home The next morning when I walked into my office, the drawer was wide open, tape still attached on the sides of the drawer, but it appeared to have been peeled away from the body of the desk. Suspecting foul play, I asked the other two staff members if they had been in my office. They had not. Convinced I was imagining things, I did the one thing you're never supposed to do. I taunted the ghost.
0: No! I
1: balanced a pen on the clip and told the ghost, if you're real, I want you to knock this pen over. Nothing happened. So again, I opened my dumbass mouth and said, do something! Nothing happened. I smiled to myself, reassuring myself that my imagination was being hyperactive and went upstairs to check on something in a classroom. When I returned to my office, your podcast would not load on my computer. I refreshed the browser, reopened the tab, clicked into multiple episodes, and nothing worked. I clicked into a different podcast on the same streaming platform, and it began playing immediately. Rude ghost.
0: That's when you know that it is us. It's not just a lot. Our own technical difficulties. Yes. If everything else works on like Spotify or yes. iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen, but ours doesn't, Ugh. that's. But also, like ghosts, we want people want to listen to this podcast stop, and we want people to
1: listen yes. to this podcast. <laughs> but it's also good to talk about
0: ghost stories so everyone knows you're real. Maybe they don't want it, or the
1: to or maybe that's know. their
0: way of being like, no, we're real. Everyone go. Mm. attack these listeners. But it seems negative to us that people can't listen to us then. Well.
1: Anyway. Frustrated, I attempted to stream your podcast directly from your website and it still didn't work. Knowing that poltergeists sometimes manipulate technology, I began to get nervous. I then pulled up the podcast on the same streaming service on my phone and it started up with zero playback issues. So I didn't think it was an issue with the streaming service or the server. No sooner did I begin to feel no sooner did I begin feeling uneasy. I turned around to check my desk drawer and I watched it opening by itself. Nothing had bumped it, I was completely alone, and I literally watched it slide open as if intentionally. Needless to say, I jumped three feet out of my chair and began militantly Googling how to determine whether or not a space is haunted. <laughs> I examined the tracks on the drawer and banged on the desk like a gorilla, just to be sure that the desk was level <laughs> and structurally sound. <laughs>
0: i would love to watch this (laughs) me too to be like an unknowing third party just walking by and you see someone like banging (laughs) their wrists, like going crazy doing all this stuff i'm so
1: sorry what's happening in your life (laughs) it is structurally sound nothing that i did made the drawer pop open in order to send a clear message to the ghost that i disapprove of its action i super taped the drawer shut and dusted it with coffee creamer just in case anything or anyone tried to open it when I came into work this morning, the drawer was still shut, although the tape had been peeled about halfway off and the creamer was undisturbed. I attempted to load your podcast again, but to a no avail. Before my trade school was here, it was a nursing school, so who knows what kind of creepy cadavers have, have been in and out of here. In addition to that, the old director had an affinity for purchasing vintage items on eBay, and as we all know, spirits often attach themselves to objects. Mm-hmm. There was so much junk sitting in storage rooms here, even if it is simply a haunted item, we could spend years looking before we found it. I don't feel that anything here is malicious. If anything, this ghost is the best prankster I have ever met. I'm currently researching safe divination techniques because Ouija boards scare me to see if I communicate with my unseen co-worker. I'll, let, I'll be sure to let you know if it starts talking back. And then she has an update.
0: Oh, no!
1: I have an update on my office poltergeist. I think that it is important to point out that there are only three of us on staff here full-time. And we're the only ones with keys to all of the offices. And my coworkers are both terrible liars and I can generally tell when they're playing pranks or jokes on me. We also have a security system in which we have to badge in to get inside of the building and the program tracks who's coming and who's going. Okay, so when we left off, I had super taped up my haunted desk drawer and dusted it with coffee creamer. That was last Thursday. And on Friday, when I walked into work, I noticed that one of my desk knickknacks had been moved. It was a small plastic skeleton and I keep him propped up on his feet up near my phone. When I got to work, not only had he been moved, but he had been completely inverted. Somebody would have had to pick him up, turn him upside down, and then carefully replace him on his head. Oh, my coworkers denied any knowledge when confronted. And again, I believe them. Nothing else happened all day, but my office was unbearably cold, even when my space heater was running and the door was closed. When I left for the weekend, I left a fresh layer of coffee creamer on the desk, locked up and left. I like how home alone this is. Yeah. (laughs) Monday was April 1st, April Fool's Day. When I walked in, I immediately knew that something was wrong because my blanket, which I keep draped on my desk chair because my office is always cold, was on the floor. It had been on the chair when I left on Friday. I peeked over at the desk drawer after discovering the blanket had been disturbed, and to my absolute horror, I discovered three sets of tiny scratch marks in the coffee creamer dust on the desk drawer. Ew, 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 ew. With three distinct claws, three distinct claws in each set. Yeah. It's evil. It's evil. Terrifying. Terrified and suspecting foul play, I ran out of my office and immediately interrogated the executive director. One of the two people I work with, the other one had not yet arrived. The expression on his face was not one of an was not one that an April fool's prankster makes. He looked downright spooked. I checked the door log to see if anyone had been in over the weekend and no one had. I do not keep food in that drawer, just a sweater and some old binders, so I quickly ruled out rats or mice, considering I've never seen any evidence of them in the building. Being suspicious due to the date, I attempted to recreate the scratches with various items around my desk and office, to no avail. My office was unbearably cold for the remainder of the day, but it was April 2nd that cemented my suspicions of a poltergeist. As I mentioned in my last email, the executive director had a habit of collecting oddball vintage items. One item is what seems to be a set of old clock innards. You can move some of the individual cogs, but there is no mechanism to wind wind it up so they do not move unless you physically manipulate them. It is a cool-looking item, so when I saw it laying around, I snagged it to display on my desk. I was sitting in my office, chatting with one of the instructors, recounting all the spooky occurrences in the last three weeks. No sooner had I finished telling him the story that the cogs began spinning on their own. Oh my god. I don't mean one or two cogs. I mean that they all began worrying as if someone had wound up a clock, and it were... And it were a fully functional item. I jumped out of my chair, raced across the room, and hid behind him. It worded for about a minute and suddenly stopped. This was the first time that something had happened with a witness. Which is great. You want a witness. We examined the cogs. We examined my desk. And we could not get the thing to start back up. About an hour later, I had a student in my office. And the same thing happened. It worded on for about a minute and then ceased. Being thoroughly freaked out at this point, I began tacking sticky notes to everything that the entity had touched. (laughs) Please do not touch this drawer. Please do not invert skeleton. Please do not leave blanket on the floor. Please do not move these cogs. <laughs> I smudge the entire building. I sage the entire building and eat. In each room, I made it clear that no negative energies were welcome. It is now Friday, and the rest of the week has been relatively quiet. I'm not sure if the staging worked or not, but I'd like to think that the ghost may just be a prankster and is leaving me alone now that it's had some fun. I will say, however, that my office is still unnaturally cold. I've attached pictures of the blanket coffee creamer scratches, skeleton, and also the cogs. Your podcast still doesn't work on my office computer, but it plays perfectly everywhere else. Love you guys, and I'll see you on the other side. Callie.
0: Ew, the scratch marks are really creepy. The, okay, well, I'm looking at the skeleton, and that takes some actual, like, manipulation. Like, you, you'd you have to spend some time making sure the skeleton doesn't slide. Because it's balanced on its head. It's balanced on its round head. Ew, the scratch marks. Ew. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's so
1: clear. Oh, yeah.
0: See, okay, it's great to have... And it's, th- it's a set of three yeah and scratch marks and each scratch mark has, has three, three claw marks, claw marks. It, it
1: i understand wanting to do like the home alone stuff of like testing and making sure no one does anything and like you know how people tie their hair around the doorknob to make sure that no one opens the door or mm-hmm. thing but then it's almost worse because then you see
0: you this it the, reminds the me marks. of paranormal activity where they put they put all of the like baking soda or whatever flour on the ground Mm -hmm. and then they see like that weird creature's (gasps) footprint Uh, it does make it worse it makes it worse to know because whereas you could before be like oh it's just a person like a person being a prankster whoever whatever ghost is here you're like "Mm, (laughs) now it's looking a little demonic uh i have such bad chills Okay, but, like, the way Callie tells
1: the story makes me laugh, so I'm enjoying the story, but I also know that if it were me, I'd be terrified.
0: I'd be freaking out. (laughs) Well, she seems so, I mean, for what's happening, she seems kind of calm in that she's at least putting an effort to try to figure out what it is and disprove things, whereas I'd be like, someone needs to switch offices with me right now. I also love that she puts sticky notes on everything that the ghost has touched, (laughs) <laughs> and please, so, please do, do, not, do not touch please do not touch uh, that's oh my god funny. pretty soon everything in our office is gonna say please do not
1: touch <laughs> uh, it's like those pranks i mean i love april fool's pranks i just i don't do them anymore but it's like the ones where you have to turn everything in the room upside down oh yeah um, like maybe slowly the poltergeist is trying it started with the skeleton mm-hmm. i don't like it i don't know
0: but it just it doesn't seem harmful no. It's making me grateful for the office that I'm in because we did have a period where we thought it was haunted because of the phones. But nothing has happened since.
1: Yeah, that's good.
0: We have a new coworker. Maybe she has a shield.
1: Or it's a ghost.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My coworker the ghost. Wow. Um,
1: yeah. Well, if you have been haunted by our podcast, please email us that story because we love to hear them. We wanna know what we've done to you
0: yeah and we are so sorry (laughs) kind of though we didn't intend to do anything and we don't know what's happening something's going on also we can't help how open you are to the paranormal world (laughs) so really it's your fault (laughs) so
1: like don't blame us we we acknowledge that we're haunted it's up to you to decide if you're gonna listen or not but like listen But but listen also don't blame us if you get a ghost Except for I, have <laughs> told Kryn three times this weekend about how when people say that they don't believe in ghosts, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna send a ghost after you. Yeah. So, Sabrina gets a little
0: heated on this on the situation on this topic, but if you do have ghosts and you don't really know what you should do, you should join our Facebook group because there are a lot of people in that group and a lot of knowledgeable people in that group, and I've seen it posted many times before where people are saying, "Here's the situation. Here's what's happening to me. What do I do?" and there's been such good feedback yes on those posts so make sure you join our social media yeah we i i love our community i
1: think we almost are at 10k on our facebook group
0: that's a lot of people which is a lot
1: of people and it's still like such a respectful great group which i, I love so yeah you should join uh email also, us your stories at two yeah. girls
0: one ghost podcast at gmail.com also, like we said in
1: the beginning of the show, we have our live shows coming up, so please come and support us, or you can support us, or both, support us that way, and also support us by buying merch, or donating to our Patreon, and supporting
0: and reviewing on iTunes, it. yeah. telling everybody you know.
1: Just all of that stuff. All of the things. All of the things. You've heard it before. If you listen to podcasts, you know what they say in the beginning and the end of the episode, but we're not just saying it because everyone else does. We're saying it because it's actually important. And we would really, really appreciate if you take the time to do so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And maybe our ghosts will leave everybody alone. Maybe maybe they're targeting people based on who Ooh. hasn't rated and reviewed. Oh, maybe you can't listen
1: on your computer until you've reviewed on iTunes. We thought this ghost was evil, but perhaps they are just they're
0: the great. best manager we've ever had. Okay, so guys,
1: try it. If you, for some reason, are having trouble listening... Just write and review us on <laughs> iTunes, and then it, let us know if it works again.
0: And we will see you, see you on the other <laughs> side. <laughs> Very spooky.